0: Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zollman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe, and I'm so glad you're here. We've got a lot to talk about today. We're taking a look at social media and talking about how to create content that has maximum impact. We all love social media, right? I know I do, and I know there are some people out there that don't, but you know, hey, it's a great way to connect with people and see what's going on in their lives. I mean, really, where else can you see what your childhood best friend ate for dinner? Marvel at how bald your high school boyfriend got and check in with your grandma all in the span of five minutes. Social media is awesome. It really is. I have such a passion for it because it's got me where I am today. I've made multiple, multiple connections for friends, for business, and for fun. It's an amazing place to be to get out and connect when you're stuck at home, especially during COVID when we're all stuck at home. It is great for personal use, but it has been life-changing for businesses as well. Never before have you been able to establish such an instant connection with your target audience. You can reach people all over the world. You can get a bird's eye view of the things your customers love and connect with. You can even build this awesome online community that you can grow and nurture, and it's all incredibly cost-effective. There are no limits to what you can achieve with social media marketing. But you've got to know how to do it really, really well. Because a million other business owners are also out there battling for audience attention, and if you're going to stand out from the crowd, you've got to have top-notch content that catches your customer's eye immediately. So how do you do it? Well, you've got to give your customers exactly what they want, and that means you've got to put in some serious research to discover exactly what that is. So let's start at the beginning. Who is your ideal client? You've only got so much time and money to dedicate to social media marketing, so don't waste any of it chasing leads that won't pan out. Ideal client profiles are the smartest way to start your targeted advertising. They help you hone your marketing strategy to fit the wants and needs of your best prospective clients so you get more bang for your advertising buck. There are a lot of different elements that go into creating an ideal client profile. First, take a look at your current client roster. Who are your top clients? The ones that you absolutely love working with, that pay on time, and just generally make your work a pleasure. You want more of those, right? Don't we all? Of course we do. Once you've pulled that five or 10 uh, top best clients, start thinking about their demographics and we're looking beyond gender, age and job or career or work. You've got to really get into the nitty gritty of who these clients are. You can use your CRM data, customer feedback, or even interview those top clients to get a better idea of what they want and need from your business. You want to learn more about their business, their job, their career, their role and what a typical day looks like for them. You want to figure out what problems they face in their job and in their life and how you can solve it. And most importantly, you have to learn about their social media usage. What platforms are they using? When are they online? It's hard to connect with your customers if you don't know where to find them. Once you know what platforms they use, it's time to start checking out their social media profiles. Your customers profiles are a treasure trove of valuable information. What do they love? What causes are important to them? What content do they respond to? Better yet, what content do they share? You can discover all of this and so much more in just a few minutes, checking out a few profiles of your top clients. So once you've gathered all this awesome information, it's time to start putting together your ideal client profile. This avatar stands for every customer you want to appeal to. So the more comprehensive you can make it, the better. Include all of that demographic information as well as information about their background, communication style, goals, challenges, and don't forget the things they're interested in. Simple things like the magazines they read, the movies they watch, the people they follow on social media, even the gurus they love to follow. Feel free to throw in any valuable extras that will help you refine your marketing strategy in the future. For me, I tend to look for people who are successful business owners, They're usually between the ages of 35 and 50, and they're really overwhelmed by all of the stuff they have to do in a day, both personal and business, that's keeping them from the things they do best and the things that are most important to them. They can be in most any industry, but it's all about their mission, their values, and and what they relate to in their business and in the world. Okay, so now you know who your customer is and what they want. Now you've got to craft content that gives it to them. That's a tall order, right? You know that social media is a hungry beast demanding an endless stream of fresh, entertaining, valuable content. So how are you going to feed the beast and connect with your target audience? Who's got time to create that much content? Really, come on. Not a busy business owner, that's for sure. So the good news is you don't have to be shackled to your keyboard to stay on top of your social media marketing. Yes, you definitely need a good bit of brand new content but who says you have to write it? Delegate it. Yes. I said delegate it. You can get a copywriter to write all those awesome content you need. You don't have to worry about finding the time to do it and writer's block will become a thing of the past forever. So now that you've got your copywriter hard at work on your new content, let's talk about curated content. This is great for those slow times when you don't really have anything new and great and exciting to share. You've still got valuable content that your audience will enjoy, and it's already proven its popularity the first time around. So how do you curate your collection of fantastic content? There are several ways. First of all, you can share content from others. Choose people that inspire you, colleagues and respected leaders in your industry. Those are reliable sources, so you know the content will be trustworthy and reputable and will resonate with your followers. And your shares don't have to be business-based. If there's a message you love that really fits with your brand's vibe, share away. Your audience will like it as much as you do. If you're into inspirational quotes, put some inspirational quotes up. If you like to watch certain sports, post about your sports to your favorite sports team once in a while. It's okay to get a little personal too. Just don't talk about every time you take a shower or eat a meal or heaven forbid, go to the bathroom. You should also dig into your own archives to find content you can repurpose. You've probably got more than you think. You can repackage an excerpt from a great blog post, pair it with a really cool image, and voila, you've got a brand new post. Or heck, share the whole blog post again if it was really popular the first time. You'll get rereads and introduce it to followers that may have missed it the first time around, either because they didn't see it when it got buried an hour later, or they're a brand new follower who hasn't seen it yet. But get creative with your content archives. Got a great tips list? Turn each tip into a standalone post. Create a video that's based on a previous post. Share an interesting point from your newsletter. The sky's the limit. The main thing to remember when recycling your previous content is to go for the evergreen stuff. The stuff that can be used over and over because it has an everlasting point, tip, whatever the case may be. And don't forget to use your analytics to identify your most successful posts. Not only can you draw content from that, you can use it to guide the type of content you create in the future. It's a win-win. You get to repurpose content that was an epic hit and you get to realize that you can create new content based on those topics and those things that were successful and just keep going and going with new and repurposed content. Okay, so you know what to post. Now we gotta talk about when to post. That, honestly, might be the biggest part of the social media marketing puzzle. I mentioned earlier that you've got a lot of competition on social media. You know how it goes. You see something on your newsfeed, scroll past it, and then never see it again. Unfortunately, that's going to happen to your post as well. No matter how awesome and engaging they are, they've still got a very limited shelf life. They might have an hour on Facebook before they get buried under the content heap, but that's about it and Twitter, it moves even faster. You've got about a half an hour max before it's lost to the ever scrolling newsfeed. I know that sounds kind of dismal, you know, like, Sophie, why do I even bother posting anything? Well, I promise social media is worth it. When you catch your audience's eye, it really makes an impact, but it's all in the timing. So remember how we talked about learning your ideal client's preferred platforms and identifying what time of day they're logged in? That's your magic hour. Luckily, one of the big social media research companies put together a huge study of the best times of day to post. Now obviously, every audience is different and yours might not fit this mold exactly, so it still pays to do your research. But this study broke down the best times for businesses to reach other businesses, to reach customers, all different categories, and we're going to take a look at the best times for businesses to reach consumers on social media. Are you ready? This is so cool. So if you're using Facebook, you should post mid-morning around 9 or 10, between 12 and 1 or between 4 and 5. So think of it as that morning coffee break. We all love coffee and we love our coffee breaks. Lunchtime, you got to eat. And right there at the end of the business day, right before you leave work, you're checking your Facebook, your Facebook feed and, and checking out what's happened since you had lunch. For Instagram, it's about the same. They start a little earlier around 8 a.m. You know, early bird catches worm there, but lunch is still a great time to post too. Now, Instagram users do a lot of nighttime scrolling, so you can expect them online around 9 p.m. at night. And that might be a good time to share that fun content that's on brand, but not necessarily businessy. It could be something uh, to make your users smile while they're relaxing with a nice glass of wine. Heck, share a picture of you enjoying a a a glass of wine. It can work. And then there's Twitter. That place is a content workhorse. You've got a much bigger window and you can post pretty much as often as you want. Mornings from 8 to 10 are good, lunch is a great time on any platform, and Twitter is racing along from 7 to 9 p.m. at night. And you're probably on po- posting on LinkedIn too, but not as often. At least I hope you're not posting too often. That would make sense. It's completely business-based, so people are rarely logging in during their leisure time. If you've got something to post on LinkedIn, do it at lunchtime. And believe it or not, Wednesdays are the most popular day. I'm not sure why that is, but maybe save your LinkedIn content for hump day. Happy hump day on LinkedIn, go for it. And so there you go. A handy dandy guide at exactly when to post for maximum impact. Isn't that cool? I mean, maybe I'm a social media geek, well, I know I'm a social media geek, but I just think it's awesome that they brought all these top dog social media companies together to figure this out for us. It's like a cheat sheet for your marketing and who doesn't want a cheat sheet for anything they do? It works wonders. Oh, and I almost forgot. I realized that we spread out. All, we are all spread out all over the place in all different time zones. My 10 a.m. might be your 7 a.m. So does that matter? Well, kinda. It's best to stick to the Eastern and Central time zones. So set your post times accordingly. Anyway, knowing the ideal time to post doesn't mean that you have to post something every time your audience is online, far from it. Post too much and you'll annoy your customers. Back in the day when I first got on Twitter and I was posting all the time, I was accused of Twitteria. If you wanna know what that is, email me and I'll tell you. But you don't wanna disappear for days on end either. The best rule to follow is to post as often as you have engaging entertaining or useful content to share and the other key to that is consistency if you're going to post every day at five o'clock post every day at five o'clock if you start skipping around here and there and you're on and you're off that ruins the flow too and this might mean you post once or twice a day on facebook and instagram and probably a little more on twitter actually a lot more on twitter That feed is so ever changing and so ever going that you really need to put as much on Twitter as you can if Twitter is the place for you to be where you know your ideal audience is. Stick to no more than once a day on LinkedIn. Remember, it's just not getting as much action and you don't want to waste your time and money on on something that doesn't need all that work. Oh, and speaking of time, you might be wondering how much of yours you're going to have to spend online. Not as much as you'd think. The days of manual posting are long gone, except, of course, on your personal Facebook page. Zuckerberg took that away from us a long time ago, and there is just no way to use an automated tool to post to your personal page. Your business page is fine. You can use that, and you can even post automatically to groups with the various tools out there. There are tons of programs and apps that help you schedule your posts in advance. There are even some that help you curate content, which is really cool, too. We're not going to explore that too much today. There's way too much to cover there, so we'll save it for another episode. So stay tuned for that one. But I will tell you, in case you're in a hurry to check it out, when it comes to scheduling, my favorites are Buffer.com, that's B-U-F-F as in Frank, E-R.com and MeetEdgar.com for almost all the platforms. They do everything. uh, They do different ones, but most of them do the main ones. And then there is Later.com, which is really great for Instagram And uh, it does do others, but it's really big for Instagram. Okay, so that's a lot for today. Is your head swimming yet? Are you ready to fall over off your chair or your couch going, oh my gosh, this is just unbelievable. Listen, don't worry. You can find a lot of this information on my blog, sophiezo.com forward slash blog, or just schedule a call with me. I would love to talk to you about social media marketing, delegating, all of it. It's my passion. I love to talk about it. If you can't tell already, I do. That's one reason why I have this podcast. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to come back next week because then we're going to be talking about common mistakes business owners make that keep them from living their best life. Hmm, interesting topic. Do you know what those mistakes are? Well, stay tuned and come see me next week and you'll find out. See you then. for joining me for another episode of building your empire for more tips on business building and living your best life check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on facebook instagram linkedin and twitter have a great day